perfect spice choices for healthy food is important to manage chronic diseases. We have focused on a specific line of spices that can really fit your diabetic lifestyle. Our spice flavors are a game changer. We have created unique blends of all-purpose seasonings that are salt-free, gluten-free, with no additives and preservatives, great for chronic conditions like high blood pressure, obesity, and heart disease. These spices contain antiviral, antibacterial, antifungal properties, and improve digestive function and metabolism. Choose Diabetic Cuisine Spices for your family to feel more safe, confident, and support healthy aging. Hello, hola. Um, welcome to another episode of Transparency Talks Podcast. Listen, I am super excited about today's special guest. She is a serial entrepreneur and founder and director of Atlanta Fashion Week. Can everyone please welcome Miss Paula Little? Hello, Hello, everyone. Hi. How you doing? I'm doing well. And yourself? I'm doing real good. Thank you for being a part of the show. I'm super excited to interview you. No, thank you for the opportunity. Okay, so I like to dive right on in. Mm-hmm. Can you tell everybody about yourself? Give us a brief overview. Oh, wow. Um, actually, uh, I got started when I was 17. I started out in radio. From there, I got into the music industry, uh, producing concerts, tours, working with major labels, being a celebrity booking agent. From there, I started doing um, conferences, working with businesses. Um, from there, I got into the fashion industry um, back in 2006 and started the Atlanta Fashion Week, uh, which is in its 15th year. Um, and also, I do a lot of, um, I have Fashion Creative Agency, where I do visual communications, that's photography, videography, graphics, website um, design, um, just branding, marketing and branding. Um, I also have a mentorship program for young girls, Fashion Apprentice. I have a digital magazine as well for within Fashion Week. Um, so I'm doing a lot of different things and a lot of different companies and projects. Okay, so we're going to rewind it. Mm-hmm. Rewind. <laughs> okay. okay. So where are you from? I'm originally from Alabama, Greenville, Alabama. So a small town. Okay. So mm-hmm. you got your first big thing was radio personality. Yes. Where was this? This was in Alabama, here in Atlanta. It's Alabama. In Alabama. Okay. So what mm-hmm. made you want to get into radio? Um, I love first of all, music is 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 my love. I love music. That's first. Um, and while I was also while I was in the music industry, I had my own music studio. I was doing production and songwriting and okay. and before. Yeah. So a lot of people don't know that I was doing that um, prior to this, you know, fashion week. But I was. So I love music. Um, and I just I just <laughs> I just tried it. I was 17. I wanted to try it and it worked and I loved it. OK, mm-hmm. so you was on a major station. You was on a independent station. I was on an independent station um, in Greenville. Mm-hmm. OK, OK. So you transitioned from radio personality yes. to entertainment manager, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Well, I, I went to college. When I went to college, I started doing events, parties, concerts, um, and that what uh, kind of made me want to do more in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, I started to discover the different facets of the industry, entertainment industry. So I was interested. So I, I started to get into other areas like the, you know, the booking agents, the, you know, the PR, you know, uh, doing public relations and marketing. So then I started working with labels and, you know, all of that. And when I was reading your 
bio, I was like, wow. I mean, I didn't know, I didn't know half of the that you've done. What, who are some of the labels that you've worked with? Um, I worked with So So Deaf before, um, a, on a few different things. So not just on the A and R side of it, mm-hmm. but um, within Fashion Week when I first started Fashion Week, um, there was a part of Fashion Week um, when I first started. Um, uh, Michael Malden. So, um, so it's in different areas with that particular label. Um, I've worked with um, Sony. Um, I've worked with uh, um, so many. I'm sorry, um, Bad Boy, um, with a couple of events back in the day, t- a couple of tours, and a couple of their artists back um, almost almost 20 years ago. It's been a long time. Um, I've worked with so many, so many labels. I would say majority of them. Taking a pause for the calls, it's your girl, Buddy B. Rocket Transparency Talks Podcast. This is Erica Dawson with So Deserving. Lately, I had to fall back. Lost myself at first, it was all bad. Finally escaped from a dark past. All that hurt and pain was holding me back. Ooh, all these different phases. So many trials and tribulations. Broken in different places, in a different space, no more work, cause I so deserve me. I wanna take a chance on love, so deserve it. My past won't mess this up. I need somebody to love me, I'm so ready to go there. I wanna take a chance on love. I was feeling so lonely, and love is the thing that's gonna fix it. My past Safe and protected A different pattern I'm ready for my best friend Authentic love Don't wanna second guess it I fall Hope you're ready to catch me All these different phases So many trials and tribulations Broken in different places In a different space No more work cause I Got me here. I have flaws, but won't mess this up. And if I'm broken, fix me up. Ooh, my loyalty is gonna keep us up. Unconditional is the way I love. If you're really ready, I will open up. I take a risk to experience love. So if, I'm, if I've read your bio correctly, you started, you actually started your first entrepreneurship job or company, uh, United Impersonal Entertainment, kind yes. of young. Yes. I was still in college. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So what, what is United Imperial uh, Entertainment? What does that consist of? When I first started that, that was for the events, me doing the, the, the event production Mm-hmm. Um, me doing promotions. So I was doing everything from radio promotions and, and working with artists and uh, marketing. And I also started to manage art artists. So I was just, um, you know, doing different things with the, under that particular company. Okay. All right. So then you transitioned from entertainment manager to producing global fashion events annually. How does that happen? Because, I mean, those are two totally different worlds. And you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so when when I, um, so I wanted to get out of the music industry. I wanted to do something else. Okay. Um, so um, actually, I prayed about it and um, I got a response. And um, I, I, the response was also a response for a need. 
in the area. So, um, which was, uh, there was no platform, which is, you know, fashion week, um, in the South where people can promote their talent within the fashion industry, whether you want to be a model or designer, uh, makeup artist is no major, it was no major platform similar to New York fashion week here where you can promote your, you know, your talent. So, um, that's why I created the platform, um, Atlanta fashion week. So it took off and it just, it became bigger than life. I, but initially, I just wanted to provide opportunity, create a platform and provide opportunity. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it describe that first event and putting it together for me. Um, It was crazy, but me being the, you know, the type of person that I am for is, you know, the organizational skills. I mean, and I have to explain this to uh when when having a business or even doing an event of that magnitude you do you you must have some type of corporate background you must have some type of business management organizational skills communication communication skills type of experience and background so it's not like i you know because i used to work in corporate america too as well in marketing working corporate america in different areas and counting and all of that so i gained a lot of experience in corporate america to in order to run a business and use that same skills in running a major event of that magnitude. So I applied those skills, um, which kind of helped. It really helped. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just, it was it was kind of crazy because the response was huge because um, it was a new platform. So in that, um, um, it was easy. I would, I would say it's easy because that's what, you know, I, I like to do and, and I can do. But it's, it's a huge undertaking to do five, a series of shows over five days. So I did it at the Georgia World Congress Center. So and I worked with about 50, a little bit over 50 designers from around the world. Wow. And this was your first one? Yeah, my first one. It took off fast and it, and it was huge. I worked with Mercedes Benz. I worked with a lot of major brands on the first one. Mm-hmm. That, that is amazing. That is amazing. Okay, so let's let's fast forward a little bit. Um, what do you think about the fashion today? Um, fashion is ever changing, ever evolving. Of course, um, this industry or the fashion industry itself, to me, um, the age that we're going into is more of a digital age. So your tech age. So um, in that, fashion is also going into that tech you know age or tech um side of things so um i am even with this fashion week i'm going to introduce you know some of that fashion and tech you know um and the emergence of that so i think moving forward is 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 how can we in this fashion industry operate more efficiently um have more diversity of course because we need diversity um mm-hmm. for as included inclusion with from the other communities so that's one initiative and, and kind of uh, within this industry, what, uh, with what's going on currently globally, um, how can we improve with, with more eco fashion, uh, fashion and tech, and um, where are we going with the fashion trends? Like what are the fashion trends for 2023, 2024? So um, it's, uh, I think those three main things is what um, we're looking at right now for us, the fashion industry itself. Now, as far as style, which is something different, you know, each person have their own, t- you know, type of style. So, um, so fashion and style is two different things. So that's why I say fashion industry, because the fashion industry is the, you know, the industry, industry that produces and manufactures and, you know, all of that, all the fashion that we see, but style is what, you know, individually what we have. You, you have, I'm assuming new fashion designers, Yes. As well as seasoned fashion designers and stylists on your shows, mm-hmm. as well as yeah. models. Yeah, independent designers, local designers, um, national designers, and international international designers. So, um, and it's based off the seasons. Um, um, whenever I do include designers, mm-hmm. um, so it's a a wide variety. So they can be you know from different countries, different categories, plus size kids. Um, you know, couture. So it, it's, it's, it's a wide variety. So I try to, you know, present different, you know, types of fashion. Okay. What do you feel is the hottest fashion trend this year? Well, um, this year, um, 
I would say, um, you know how we go back in time sometimes, like mm -hmm. every 10 years? A retro. We'll, uh, yeah, we, we kind of introduce something that we did back in the 90s, in the 2000s. And then in the, you know, where we are right now, well, 2010s, you know, we introduced something that we did back in 2000. So now we're in the 2020s. So mm -hmm. we're going backwards a little bit and trying to introduce more of uh, what we did in the, the 2010s, a little bit of that. Um, and, and this new age and, and the teens that we have now is, is creating the trends too as well. So your young, you know, people are creating those trends. Um, and those trends could be found on TikTok, you know, and, 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 and those young people. So they're creating the trends actually the young people and we are watching them and kind of keeping up with, you know, what they're creating. Do you feel like the red carpet is the best place to be able to really market yourself at like these award shows and everything? It depends on what you're trying to do. Um, each person or each company or brand needs to factor their marketing plan around their goals. Like what is your goal as far as market? What's your target market? Like, who are you trying to reach? So um, not everything needs to be presented, you know, on every platform. So it's different ways that you could do marketing. So it just depends on what you're trying to do. Okay. So do you also design? Uh, fashion design? Mm -hmm. no. okay. I am. Um, I will be. Okay. <laughs> I mean, by, by um, it, uh, my ability to sew and all of that is there, but I'm not... I don't have a collection and all of that yet. Okay. Yes. I hear the word yet. Mm -hmm. and all of the stuff that you do, I, I, I don't doubt it at all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, when did you know that you wanted to be in the fashion and entertainment industry? Um, I, I look at it like this. It's a gift. Mm -hmm. So you know, so whatever your purpose is, you know. And it's going to be easy for you. So whatever purpose that you have and you apply that gift and that purpose, it's going to be easy. It's going to flow. You're going to have a passion for it. So whether you're in music, whether you're in fashion or whatever the, the case may be, and it's your dream, you're going to stick with it. You're not going to give up easy on it. It's not going to be based off of something else. I don't need Taking a pause for the cause. No this is Neff 150 with Sympathy. Take a walk, come and build with me here. Pick a spot, now sit and watch how the hood's with me. We put in work, conversation at a minimum. I'm straightforward, no loose ends. Remember who? Stick to the script, blueprint of an architect. Strictly about business, that other step off with that. I'm cold hearted when it comes to my cash flow. I switch lanes if you ain't got good brain, that's my last. Terrible, ain't it? Fourth quarter flow so faded. I brush them off like I just finished painting. But young, the straight villains, they don't know how to chill. Or can you tell the hungry who gotta search for his meals and that precious we don't know about? Keep the sawed off in the couch. That's the thing I learned in the South. New Jersey birthed me. Atlanta adopted me. Internationally known, so ain't nobody stopping me. Treated like Monopoly and trap house your property. Bootleg your backyard and have the hood work for me. Mm, yeah. Bosses do what bosses do, feel me? Yeah, I never really cared for the bully type. You crossed me wrong, I show you with that bullet like. Too many haters, too many envy, too many skill. Too many fake, too many thinking it real. See, out here, you gotta watch who you deal with. Cause anybody and everybody ain't who to chill with. See, Marvin Gaye used to tell us how to sex a woman. Never did he elaborate on how to respect a woman. I take it serious, point blank, period. Yeah, I laugh and joke, but truthfully, I ain't feeling it. You lightweight fam, you don't understand my plan. I'm trying to brand my new shit in Japan. You thinking locally, see everything I write is like poetry. Can't compare you to me at all. I'm poetry. Streets may tell you what you want, but I ain't hearing it. Everything that I learned, I learned off experience. Divine showed me how to hustle, no fear for it. Major move, making clear that you can see I'm living it. Uh.
There are several ways you can tune in to Transparency Talks podcasts, including Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Blaze One Radio in Atlanta, Squeaky Radio in Detroit, Glass FM in Nigeria, Soul City to Beat in Italy, London's Energy Radio in London, Rock Dan Radio in Canada, Soul Fusion Radio in South Africa, and Q-Mix Radio in Japan. You can listen in to any of the stations by going to butterbiraka.com. That's B-U-T-T-A-B-R-O-C-K-A.com. Follow me on all social medias at Transparency Talks Podcast, also at Butterbiraka. And subscribe today to my YouTube channel at Transparency Talks Podcast. younger I knew I was going to be an entrepreneur okay it's, it was like naturally like okay I'm, I'm gonna run a business let me go ahead and learn these skills so I started learning skills in middle school how to run a business because <laughs> I knew what I, I just I, it was just something that I felt and I knew that was in me and I just prepared for it and it's just a gift <laughs> okay now you are making it seem like it's super easy, you know, to get out there. It's a gift. It happens for you, it, you know, but I want us to be as transparent as possible because sometimes there are roadblocks that you, that, that most people do have to endure, you know, getting into whatever industry that they're getting into. So can you tell us, um, you know, what was it like for you to really, what bumps did you have along the way and what did you learn from it? Um, I had everything thrown at, thrown at me, at me everything, um, and, and, and still have things, challenges. There's nothing in life that you won't have a challenge. If it's right. something that, that you really want, you always going to have a challenge for, uh, a challenge to it. So it's all about the way you think and how you perceive things. So your perception of things will change 
your outlook on how you see things. So when I go through a per se a roadblock, I look at it as a challenge or an opportunity. Mm-hmm. So I, I take that opportunity and decipher um, and discern the situation to see how to move forward or to maneuver it. That's like a, um, you know the movie um, with Will Smith um, when he had the challenges uh, with his son. Uh, what's the name of that movie? I, I forgot. Yeah. So he he stayed focused on the goal. It's all about staying focused. If you're a runner in a race, don't pay attention to what's going on the right. Don't because you will lose the race. Mm-hmm. So you got to stay focused on what is in front of you and the destination versus oh, how long it's going to take to get there. What all you got to do is like being a boot camp, fitness boot camp. You got to go through a lot of things for that. It may hurt. It may be painful. You may be tired. You may run it. But the, the results is what matters. So I, I try to keep my mind on the dream or the finale or the destination versus how much I got to go through to get there. Or that when I'm in that situation, how hard it is, or um, it's too tough for me. Once you start thinking like that, you won't do it. You won't. You'll give up. Easy. So yeah. it's all about your your mind frame. So just keep moving. Just keep pushing and stay focused. You definitely dropped some nuggets right there. <laughs> Real good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can you give us some more insight about, you had mentioned a little bit earlier about your apprentice mentorship program. Can you tell us what that consists of and um, what made you start it? Yes, um, my heart is for the people at the end of the day. Um, I love, um, and the focus I think should be on the next generation. So the next generation needs mentorship. They need guidance. They need support. They need someone to be there for them. So um, I saw that the fashion industry did not offer that support to the next generation. Um, so I created Fashion Apprentice so we can mentor young kids and young girls or um, young young um, or the youth for the fashion industry. So if they want to be a model, if they want to be a fashion designer, if they want to start their own fashion business, we um, we we started some we started with after school programs at a certain schools. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and also we, and also art. So it's not just fashion, it's okay. arts, and it's arts too as well. So fashion and arts. So, um, in that, um, we're, we're actually going to add more programs and also a scholarship program, um, where we can help them, you know, go to college, you know, financially and things of that nature too, as well. So I'm looking to grow that program, you know, expand the program a little bit more. And then even other countries want to be to bring the program to their country to do the same thing. So when I started taking notice how the demand, you know, work was for the program, I started to kind of think more about it and, and, and also to expand it too as well. Okay. So what would you say are a few takeaways that enhanced your career? Um, always be in a learning position, posture. Mm. So you never know everything. You never uh, can, uh, I, I'm, I'm willing to learn every day. I don't know everything. Right. I don't even plan to know everything because things change. The industry changes every day. So always be in that position to learn from others or to learn or to study um, and to become that expert in your field. So whatever you're doing, if it's an artist, if it's a, you know, fashion designer, you need, you need to know the DNA of it. Like (laughs) you need to know the ins and outs, the, you know, the everything and and the technical part of it. Just, I just believe in, in, in becoming an expert in whatever field that you're interested in. Um, stay in focus. Like I was saying before, if once you get off of focus, it's a wrap. You know, you're going to be distracted and you're going to go elsewhere. So you can't, you won't be able to win, win this race if you're going to be distracted by other things. Don't be easily distracted. Stay focused so you can win this race and work hard. Work hard and be dedicated and loyal to whatever dream, um, vision that you have. You have to stay focused. You have to put all your attention and power, everything, your energy into whatever you have planned um, instead of, and you can do multiple things, but if you're not prepared to do that, uh, which it takes time management, it takes, you know, a couple of things for you to to be able to do multiple projects or multiple businesses, but just um, be able to, like I said, just um, 
have those skills, time management skills, organizational skills, communication skills, which are necessary in order to run a business or even fulfill, um, you know, the dream and vision that you have. Mm-hmm. Okay. So speaking of all of these businesses, you from entertainment executive to fashion mogul to PR, event coordinator, extraordinaire, marketing guru, television producer, entrepreneur, mother, teacher, visionary, community leader. How in the world do you juggle all of that? Um, it's all about time management at the end of the day, project management and time management is key. Um, how do you manage your time is so important. We have the same amount of time as Beyonce, right? Right. And we wonder how she do it or any other person or the president do it. Mm-hmm. So we have the same amount of time. So I look at, okay, if we have 24 hours in a day, it's how I manage those 24 hours and how I manage those different projects or businesses or brands that I have. How do I manage them? How do I build them? How do I you know, develop them? And how do I launch them? How do I, you know, so it takes a team mm-hmm. that are, that is also dedicated to your vision and your brand too as well. So how, how, how are you managing not only your time, but your team? Mm. That's good, that's good. Okay, so you received a proclamation from the governor, state of Georgia, the Atlanta City Council, including annual support from the Atlanta Mayor and Atlanta Development Authority. Mm-hmm. Can you explain to us how that felt receiving this award? Um, I'm just operating in my dream. I'm just operating in the vision that God gave me and living a purpose-filled life. When you do that, things come to you. When things come to you that you feel, um, I don't want to sound, but but it's like those accomplishments will come to you. And it's like, not that it's automatic or that you should have it, which I believe we we are, you know, uh, blessed people. So I think that a lot of these things, we we will receive those blessings. So I see it as a blessing, Mm -hmm. as part of, the blessing from the blesser. Mm-hmm. So I look at it as appreciation to the blesser for what he's doing and opening up those doors and people recognizing the blessing that God has on me, the gift, the purpose, and, and people recognizing that and believing in that. So I, I'm appreciative um, of all the accomplishments and everything that I've done, but I believe that there is more to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I know that sounds crazy maybe but I believe I could do more I want to go to d- different countries accomplish some things there so it's a global situation with me it's international so um, I-, I accomplish a lot of things locally and state wise national wise but now it's time to expand globally we're taking another pause for the calls it's your girl Butter B. Rocka Transparency Talks Podcast baby Tell the DJ to turn it up, Butters on the radio. This is one of my singles entitled Straight in My Heart. Make sure you check out the music video and holler at your girl. You're so magnetic, you came into my 
I believe in impact. Mm -hmm. So I think about, okay, what impact can I make today? Who can I impact? How can I impact? I'm not here to impress. I'm not here to, you know, try to, you know, as you, you may, you follow me or you may have seen on my page. I'm not here about, you know, me or what, what I'm wearing today. It's about the people. It's about the, the impact that I'm making for that day. Um, in somebody's life, my, somebody's life. Who am I impacting? Mm-hmm. Is my question every day. So, and, and I want to answer that question every day. What's the impact? I love it. I love it. <laughs> so you are celebrating 15 years right now. Is that, is that correct? Yes, okay. ma'am. Mm-hmm. How does one sustain themselves and continue to reinvent the wheel um, to topping what you did previous years? Um, innovation is number one. Um, you got to become that trendsetter. So even in being, being a trendsetter, you have to stay on top of, or being the cutting edge, you have to stay on top of what is going on in the industry. You have to be ahead. A lot of these companies plan five years in advance. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people don't realize that when you create a company, it's not just about here and now. Mm-hmm. Like you have to plan five years ahead. So a lot of the plans that I have was created five, 10 years in advance. So I knew exactly what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. how to do it, and all my plans was laid out. And you know, I still have plans right now, laid out for every year, exactly what I want to do, how I want, you know, so it's as a visionary, those things will come to you. You write down your plan and you implement those plans. Now, of course, your plans may change or you may have additions to your plan and that's based off of you know, you may want to have a new idea or add something to it, but I'm always a researcher. Um, I'm always in development phase, so I'm always looking to do new, new and refreshing things. Okay. So how many shows have you produced um, as of today? Um, I would say uh, fashion shows, 70, wow. 70, over 70 maybe, but I've also produced, you know, a lot of other shows too and events which is crazy. It's a, it's a lot of those. <laughs> okay. So when you're doing your shows, who do you currently, who do you feel are some of the hot designers on the rise? Some of the newcomers that people need to be keeping an eye out for. And, and, and that's a good, great question because um, it's a lot of them um, that a lot of people don't know about that I plan on introducing to um, this year's fashion week. Mm-hmm. So um, I would say I, I'm, I'm really interested in like Brooklyn and Blake. It's called a, a brand called Brooklyn and Blake. Um, they're very awesome people locally, um, local designers here. Um, you have so many. Um, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot of designers. I plan on presenting them. I have a fashion show tomorrow, actually. 
Okay. So I plan on presenting um, some designers tomorrow and also for the week of Fashion Week. So um, it's a lot. It's a lot of designers. I would say it's hundreds of them. Um, and I try, actually, I try um, to find those designers, you know, unique, new designers. Um, and it's a lot of them that I, you know, that no one has heard of that are, you know, awesome at their work. So I plan on, you know, kind of uh, showcasing them at this year's Fashion Week. So when you say you find them, where do you look for designers at? I'm always on social media. Okay. I'm always, um, I, I pay attention to what someone has on. So if you have on a jacket and I see that you have on this particular jacket that is unique, um, I'll see what designer um, designed it. And, and, and if it's an independent designer or even if it's not, I, you know, want to see more information about that designer. And that's how I typically find a lot of designers. I'll, I follow a lot of stylists, you know, whether it's a celebrity stylist or not. Um, they always post about new designers or, um, you know, when they style the client, they'll post, you know, all the details. And I, I found out a lot like that through stylists. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... You have went from pain to power, wheelchair to walking on your own. Can you tell us about that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> In 2018, well, 2017, um, I had issues with um, walking. Uh, it started with pain and my, my it felt like my legs was going out. I didn't know what was going on. So I uh, went to the emergency room. They didn't know what was going on. Um, but eventually they going to neurosurgeons and all of that, they figured out, um, or said that it was pinched nerves that was causing a lot of the, you know, my legs not to be able to, to work. So I went in to do a spinal uh, procedure. So in doing that, which is crazy, they hit the wrong nerve. Um, so when they hit the wrong nerve, it shut down my entire body. So I was bedridden first. Um, when I was bedridden, I couldn't move anything, no fingers, I couldn't move anything. So what I ended up doing was, uh, of course, praying. That's that's my first line of communication, first line of defense, first line of everything is prayer. Right. So when I prayed about it, because I knew that, because in that state, you want to die. I'm going to be honest with you, because you can't move. You don't have, per se, help to come bring you food and, you know, just do everything for you. So being in that state is not a good position. So I, I was determined. First, it was determination. I mean, prayer. Second was determination. This is not my life. I'm coming out. I'm coming. I'm getting up from here. It's not going to happen. Um, so I just wheeled myself out of the bed. Um uh, I prayed about what to do next, you know, for us instructions. And I got those instructions. Started doing natural medicine, natural, you know, therapy uh, procedures that I was doing myself. I started studying. I always had a, um, um, uh, I always wanted to be able to uh, do medicine anyway when I was younger. I always wanted to be a doctor. So I kind of studied about biology, medicine, and all of that. So from there, that's where I um, started using natural medicine, which helped um, and had me, you know, walking again. It took a while, a couple of years, but I went to do therapies and all of that. So it, 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 it helped. And now I'm walking and moving around and everything. How long was you bedridden? Um, I would say about a week <laughs> for me to be wake up and be like, hold on. I'm not. Um, nope. This ain't me. I got the. Mm-mm, nope. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely understand. I, I wasn't, I wasn't bed risen. I could technically get up, but it was hard for me to to walk. I had a torn meniscus. Uh, I had an ACL and a meniscus repair. Oh wow! I had dislocated my shoulder, so I had no range of motion for six um, for six weeks. And I'm sorry, six months. And so it was all on one side and trying to get up, trying to do stuff on my own. You don't realize until you're hurt or right. you can't use those ligaments and things. Mm -hmm. You don't, you don't appreciate them. I'll say that. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> so I had I therapy for a full year, three times a week. So I can mm -hmm. imagine you had some serious PT time and everything too, to get yourself back up walking. Right. Yeah, I had to work on every part of my body. So I had to work on the hands, the arms. So I'm st I'm just not getting strength 
back in my hands, like like real strength, where I could hold something and I won't drop it. So it took a lot of patience and just to rebuild muscle, to rebuild, because it's a nervous situation. It was a muscular situation. Um, and then it was uh, the 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 um, skeletal situation. So I was dealing with three different systems to rebuild. Mm-hmm. So um, it was it was crazy. So it took a couple of years. So are you now are you now better and can do everything? Oh yeah. Any um, complications? No. Um, I still go to copper. I still have to uh, make sure that everything consistently go to chiropractor. Regardless, um, to kind of keep stuff in alignment mm-hmm. because it was a lot going on to make things go out of alignment, too. So that's the skeletal situation. So I had to, you know, kind of continuously, you know, keep things in alignment because alignment was, you know, a bigger was the big issue, mm-hmm. too. We taking another pause for the cause. This is LS Lane with I Am. Stupid, I do it myself. Don't need nobody else but the mothers and brothers and soldiers and ATL. Cause I'm hoping that I would fail. They afraid of the power, the truth they know I'ma tell. Nah, nah, nah. Back down ain't easy. Wanna take more than that to seize me. I stay in a woman's place from behind a rope in your face against the seed, man. I'm telling them what it is. They refuse to believe me. I came with the product. I got the wallet. I got the knowledge. I got the whole pack. You know your skin is swept for, but I don't know as well. Could have been the booty club. Better show. Can't roll. Probably with you. When I didn't walk, I did three months using a walker, two months on the cane. Um, mm-hmm. He was saying things, put it in your hand, was hurting. I couldn't have a cell phone, let alone raise my arm all the way up, or even put my hand in just my pocket. 
right? Mm-hmm. So when I finally came through, it was it was a of course it was a major relief, but you have people that was there for you to help you throughout this time because I know for me mentally my spirit was broken. I mean, I tried as best as possible um, to, you know, keep going and push myself and will myself, but mentally I was a little messed up. I was too. Um, I wanted to die. I'm going to be honest with you because I didn't have any help. I mean, um, and I think that would have made the big difference if I had that support system, had help, had somebody come, you know, like I said, help me out. But I had no one. So I had no other choice but to get out of the bed. No other choice but to, you know, wheel myself into the wheelchair. You know, I had to crawl sometimes. So it's, it's, it's you, you, you do what you have to do. So that's what I had to do because I didn't, I had no other choice. So either you lay there and die or you're going to get up. Right. <laughs> so, hmm Okay, so you fought. I feel it. I feel it. I had to do the same thing. I'm like, this is not what my life is supposed to be. Uh, I got things I'm supposed to be doing, and mm-hmm. I, I fought my way back. And um, it sounds like you did the exact same thing. You was not having it. So kudos to you, definitely. Thank you. Okay. Kudos to you. Yeah, thank you. I like, like people don't understand the magnitude of what one goes through. Mm-hmm. Even describing it, you're you're barely touching the surface of what you went through. You know what I mean? So I, mm-hmm. I fully get it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what is your why um, to get you up in the morning? What is your why? Who or who is your why? God, at the end of the day, He gets me up. He strengthens me. He wakes me up. You know all of that. He. I mean, without him, I'm going to be honest with you, without him, I'm nothing. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's it's his purpose, his will shall be done at the end of the day. It's not even about me. So I lower myself, esteem him, and then whatever, which his purpose is his people. So that has to be my purpose. Mm-hmm. So right. that's every day. That's what gets me going. I love it. I love it. So to, to get into your fashion week, how does models and designers and everybody um, submit to become one of your participants and stuff? Um, they can always email Atlanta Fashion Week at gmail.com. Our website is, is Atlanta INTL Fashion Week.com. Um, and then our Instagram is ATL Fashion Week. You can always follow that to stay up to date on what we have going on. We have a model call this Sunday, actually, at Phipps Plaza at 6 p.m. Um, as well. So we, we would like to see the models in person to audition and designers and meet them, you know, one-on-one, too, as well, and have that opportunity. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then another thing, too, a lot of people, I'm just now... Um, letting people know that I, I'm the one behind Atlanta Fashion Week. A lot of people didn't know. I did, really didn't put myself out there. And they especially did not know that an African-American woman was behind Atlanta Fashion Week. So I'm making this huge announcement that, yes, it's an African-American woman. <laughs> <laughs> this whole time behind uh, Fashion Week. I do, you know, I did the, you know, if you go to the website, I'm the website designer for it. I'm social media manager. I'm everything for Fashion Week. I work with every designer, every model I work with, and it's hundreds of upon hundreds. So people don't know that, that I'm like a, almost, a, I wouldn't say a one man, a one woman show, but I'm very hands on with everything with Fashion Week. Uh, it sounds like we got a lot of stuff in common. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I would like to thank you so much for being transparent here on Transparency Talks podcast. You gave a lot of great nuggets and you gave your testimony of how you built yourself back to walking. It was just amazing for me. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. Um, it's all about telling my story right now to make sure or see if I can inspire somebody else that no matter what what's going on with you. It doesn't matter. I was in the hospital uh, on the computer working. I was wherever I was. I still at the doctor's office and still on talking to people like I'm not at the doctor's office. So no matter what's going on, it's about your will and your willpower. So keep going. Okay. 
Well, with that being said, everybody, we are out of here. So again, Paula, I would like to thank you so much for being a part of Transparency Talks podcast. We will talk to you guys later. Thank you. Thank you. I'd like to thank you for tuning in to Transparency Talks Podcast. Join me each and every week with a new show and a new guest. This is one of my singles entitled Strange Love featuring Homer Mack. Pamper